the Credibility Coach Podcast, the show dedicated to helping you build, grow, and sustain a successful coaching business. All right, coach, are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Credibility Coach Podcast, episode number nine. My name is David Sargent. I'm your host, and this is the podcast that's dedicated to helping you grow a successful coaching business. Wherever you are in the world right now, I hope that you and your business are doing fantastically well. But today I'm covering a subject that is close to my heart, actually. It's something that I don't feel is tackled that often in what we do as business owners, as coaches, as mentors, etc. And that is the the feelings of self-doubt and fear. Because often we actually work on our own and it's very hard to get validation. Now, if you can afford it in your business, if you um, have taken the initiatives to have your own coach, then you know, you'll probably be dealing with these sort of subjects. At least I hope you will be. But not all of us as coaches, believe it or not, have coaches. Now, I'm fortunate that I do. But even if you do have your own coach or you don't, this subject is actually quite hard for people to talk about. And that is our self-doubt and our fear and how it can stop us from reaching our goals. So today we're, we're looking at self-doubt and fear and how they work hand in hand, how to stop self-doubt from keeping you from reaching your goals. I go through a simple strategy that I've learned from my own experiences on how to actually manage and combat self-doubt. I share five tips for getting things done, even when you've got self-doubt and you're still trying to fix it. And then I summarize with the three things that actually cause self-doubt, basically a summary of this episode. This is a really powerful one, I think. Um, you know, it is for me. I know I'm going to go back and listen to my own bloody podcast just to keep these things in my mind because I think dealing with self-doubt and fear at any stage of your coaching business, whether you're just starting out and you're looking for validation, struggling whether or not you feel that you're good enough, whether people are going to pay you or not, and really trying to figure things out, or whether you're an established successful coach, or I say successful in quotations because we often don't deem ourselves as successful, but even if you are a currently trading coach with a good client base and a good revenue level, but you're trying to scale it up or you're trying to branch out into different avenues of your coaching, I'm speaking or doing live events or bringing your coaching online into an online course, or maybe you want to start scaling your marketing so you're doing videos and webinar trainings um, and blog posts and running social media advertising, etc. And you need you need the clarity and the confidence around them them areas before you can start doing it because you're you're scared of what people will think or you're scared of getting it wrong and coming across in the wrong way and destroying your reputation by accident, etc. and things like that, then you know, these things still matter. It doesn't matter what level of coach you are, what niche coach, what your what your speciality is, these things massively impact our mindset from day to day. And I, I've i been through this and I continue to go through self-doubt and confidence and fears, etc. And we continually have to manage this mindset. It's a process. It's not just we deal with it and then it's gone. We have to constantly manage it, constantly manage it, constantly manage it. So this episode is all about addressing that. I'm going to share with you a couple of little 
real life scenarios that I found myself in where this has happened to me as well, just to kind of back up what it is that I go through and how I've dealt with it. And I really genuinely hope that this podcast can help you if you're struggling with these sort of things. Now, I don't want this episode to get com- to be confused with suffering from more medical symptoms such as depression, anxiety, etc. If you are suffering with that, this episode is not supposed to be dealing and tackling with them sort of issues and there is support available for you. So if you just head to Google and you can look for some support in your local area, wherever you are in the world, just to completely disclaim, put that as a disclaimer that... um. Well, I'd love to be able to help you with that. I'm not qualified to do so. But I am qualified, I feel, to share with you my own experiences around self-doubt and fear and confidence-related issues and how to deal with that in our coaching businesses. So let's get on with today's show. Don't forget all of the show notes are at credibilitycoach.com forward slash 009. This is the Credibility Coach Podcast. So let's start with how self-doubt and fear work hand-in-hand and what they actually have to do with each other. Now, they're much more closely related than you might think. Fear is behind all of our feelings of self-doubt, and that's an important thing to realise from the start. So I'm going to explain that in a little bit more detail now, right? So self-doubt is the lack of confidence in ourselves and our coaching abilities, and that lack of confidence in how we can actually help our clients and maybe the, the rates that we can command is usually caused by our fear. And I don't mean fear of spiders, that sort of fear, but I mean the sort of fear by not being good enough or fear of not being able to do things right. Now, this this often happens when we're trying to scale our coaching rates, maybe. Maybe we're trying to launch an event which is for a larger audience or maybe we are just starting out and we feel like we, we haven't got enough experience so we're scared of putting ourselves out there. Or maybe it's in an online marketing context so we want to start doing videos we want to start doing email marketing. We want to start producing content, but we're scared that that you're not going to be able to see things through to the end. Or once you've started it, it might be too much of a commitment in your in your business. Or maybe you're just scared of messing that up. And it's fear also disappointing or hurting those around us and fear of being uh, taken the mickey out of or ridiculed or laughed at because we're putting ourselves out there. Now, when I start doing video content for my marketing agency at the very start, People, my friends would see the videos and my family would see it and they'd ask questions and they'd take the mickey. Like those who know me, I've got quite big hair, like um, like curly hair. And people would always, you know, take the mickey. And now even when I go out with my friends for drinks and stuff like that, they always take the mickey out of my videos and, and my hair and stuff like that. And you know what? I got over it. But at first I was scared of that. I was, I was scared of putting myself out there. So there's many different layers to fear. So if you think about all the different times that you've seriously doubted yourself, as I have many, many times, you will likely find that fear is actually the root of the self-doubt problem. And it stands to reason then that if we can remove that fear or at least work through it, we can also stop that self-doubt from creeping in and get more productive in our coaching businesses, grow our business, be more productive and creative around our marketing efforts, etc. But how do we go about actually removing or at least reducing the level of that fear in our everyday lives? Well, we do it by boosting our confidence, by improving our coaching abilities, um, our knowledge of marketing if we need to, to market our business, etc. And we need to do this by facing our fears and actually working through them rather than avoiding them. 
and letting them control our lives. So let's look at each one of these these action items one at a time. When your fear stems from a lack of self-esteem, we need to work on boosting that self-esteem. Things that boost our self-esteem include things like praise and reflection and positive reinforcement of who we are and the value that we offer as a coach. And something that you can do is to find somebody in your life that will actually help cheer you on and give you the praise and the compliments that you need to validate what it is that you're doing and why you rock at it. Now, I keep a journal. I keep a journal when I do, when I work with my clients, a journal when I'm sitting here planning the next stages of my business, and also a journal of how I'm feeling at certain times, where, you know, where, I, where I'm traveling to on business and how I'm feeling in that isolated state of mind. And a journal, you know, is a really great tool for reflecting on how far you've come and how much you've already accomplished. Now, if you go back and listen to the episode with Hugo High, while we don't talk about it directly in the episode, I know for a fact, and Hugo won't mind me sharing this, is that he literally journals everything. He's got journals that go back years and years. He carries it around with him routinely, and it allows him to go back. And if just for referring back to a conversation, for example, but it allows him to keep himself in check by journaling things down and getting it out of his brain. And I do the same, and I actually learned that from him. So a thank you to Hugo that I started how I meant to carry carry on there. So a journal is a great tool for reflecting on how far you've come and how much you've already accomplished. And for positive reinforcement of that, start taking action on some easy tasks. Get them done and use the momentum that you, you build for yourself to continue to propel yourself forward personally and in your business and in your life and give these ideas a try and then watch your confidence and your self-esteem grow and your self-doubt lower. If your fear stems from not knowing how to do something in your coaching business, the solution is actually quite easy, isn't it? Go and learn how to do it. So find yourself a coach, find yourself a mentor, a book, a course, a podcast, or even find a YouTube video and learn something and move on. That's how I've become like a Swiss army knife, really. People say to me, how do you know how to do all this marketing stuff and video production and podcasts and coaching? Well, you know, I am quite a quick learner, but I action things. So I identify what it is that I need to learn or I need to understand a bit in order for me to be able to diminish that self-doubt and actually provide value to other people. So I take the time to do it. And I've spoke before about my dead zones, the time between leaving a certain situation and starting it again like so a dead zone would be your coaching for example the moment that you leave your coaching client there and then you walk out again and then you see them in the next week or the next two weeks for that appointment that's a dead zone there Um, or driving from a to b driving from your office to the airport or driving from client to client etc is a dead zone so i try and maximize them dead zones so i use ebooks the MP, like online courses with MP3s and obviously podcasts, etc., to learn and to fill the gaps where I feel like I am coming short on my education, uh, which affects my self-doubt. Facing your fear is the hardest thing to do, but it's also the most powerful thing that you could possibly do in your business, in your life. And the key is to define what your fear is. So figure out exactly what it is that you're afraid of. And it will seem much less scary once you actually define it 
once you know what this fear or these fears are, you can then start to work through your fear, which in itself is a huge confidence booster. So it it really is a, a, a vicious cycle here if you don't deal with it. So start chipping away at that fear, improve your self-worth and your self-confidence along the way, and your self-doubt will soon be a thing of the past, I assure you. So self-doubt is the lack of confidence in you and your coaching abilities in your business and that can spill over as well into your private life and it can keep you from really doing the things that you want to do in your business and it can also keep you from reaching the business goals that you've set for yourself in your coaching business too and in fact it can be quite paralyzing. It can keep you from moving forward, from making progress And for your clients too, right? Because if you're doubting yourself, that could roll over into your client's mentality too. And who likes to be stuck where they are? I I certainly don't. And particularly when you're not very happy about where you are too, right? And that, that has happened to me too. We have to take control of these situations, actually deal with it. But what can we actually do when we're doubting ourselves? Now, I've been through this. You know, it can be quite traumatic experience, especially if you're a in quotations one man band and trying to do everything yourself and you're very isolated and the people around you that don't do what you do they don't understand the pressures that you're under they don't understand the mental challenge coaching has especially if you are trying to grow your business and get more clients and you and you're in a position where you need more clients and you need more cash flow this self-doubt can be absolutely paralyzing now the solution is found in the first sentence, actually, of this podcast, which is defining what self-doubt is, i.e. it goes back to fear. And the key to banishing those doubtful feelings that we have and that little voice in your head that says that this can't be done um, or, you know, you're not very good at that. Why would people pay you for that? Or you're never going to fill that event or I'm terrible on video or I'm terrible on a podcast or I'm terrible at writing, so I'm not going to be able to do this this marketing that needs to be done that is all about your confidence and the key then is to boost your confidence and you can do that in a multitude of ways it 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 can be what works for one person might not work for the other etc but i find that it really helps to find something that closely relates to whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish Sometimes looking back at how far you've come and how much you've accomplished can be a huge confidence booster. And this works well if you're already a coach and you've got clients, but you're afraid to take the next step. And seeing everything that you've already done may give you just that boost, that kick up the backside (laughs) and that boost of self-confidence that you need to keep your self-doubt under control. Having your own coach and mentor, especially around marketing, if that's what you're struggling with, is is really massively helpful. And if this coach, this mentor, knows something about what you're trying to do, that just makes it all the better. And having someone there to hold your hand, to cheer you on, to point you in the right direction, to give you the learning resources that you need, that is probably what you need to get going and get over this hump in the road, which is self out. So breaking down an overwhelmingly big goal into smaller tasks is massively helpful too. And it doesn't take as much 
confidence to tackle the little tasks as it does the overarching big task. And completing them smaller tasks, guess what, builds your confidence, which you can then use to work on the next little task. And then little by little, you'll make progress and eventually reach your overarching goal in your coaching business or in your life without then having to worry about the bigger picture all of the time. So if overwhelm is an issue for you, there's so many things to do, so many moving parts, you've got to connect all the dots, etc., then this is a a great strategy to deploy. And I assure you, because I've been there and done it, and I continue to use this strategy in my business and in my life. But most importantly, I've found that the main thing is to acknowledge the feelings of self-doubt, but not let them take control over your life and command who you are as a coach. Because, you know, it's normal to doubt yourself. It's perfectly normal and acceptable. It happens to all of us pretty much every single day. But the key is, and this is important, is to not let those feelings take over you. Instead, do what it takes to get your ass moving and work towards your goals despite that self-doubt and that little voice in your head that says that this cannot be done. Because guess what? That voice is actually normally wrong. You are capable of so much more than you think you are You just need to prove it to yourself that it can be done and having a coach or a mentor, etc. And keeping a journal and breaking tasks down into smaller chunks to then make progress is the proof that you need. So make it easier for yourself, guys, right? There are people, if you you are a coach right now with paying clients, and I don't care if it's a low paid client and it's just one client, but that person believes in you. They believe in you enough to pay you to, to spend time with them to help them achieve their goals or overcome their challenges, whatever they may be in business, in life, in health, in career, whatever it is, they believe in you. So straight away, that is the proof that you need, that you are valuable to somebody else. So over the years, whether it was in my career before I started up my own businesses, Um, or whether it's now in my actual business or even my life and what I'm trying to achieve, I have discovered how to deal with self-doubt and I've come up with a simple strategy to manage my self-doubt because self-doubt, right, is never fun, is it? Let's face it. it. It really is counterproductive as well. If you find yourself trapped in this self-doubt cycle, um, you know, we need to get out of it. So what do you do? When you start to doubt your own coaching abilities or your own belief that people will actually pay you for your services or you want to increase your rates or you want to launch an event, etc. Or you just need to get things done and you're doubting that you have the capacity and the ability to do it. Well, you can start right now by deploying this simple three-step strategy. So you can gain the confidence that you need and then you can get down to work on making it happen for you. So give it a try. The next time that that little voice in your head that tells you that things can't be done or you're not good enough or you're not worth that rate increase or there's no point in trying because there's no way it'll work or there's other coaches in your niche that are doing what you're doing and you feel that they're better than you. Well, that's just that's just silly way of thinking. Like it's, it's a natural way, I suppose, to think. I used to do that too, but it's silly because you can do it. 
So step one is to determine what's actually causing the doubt. So before you can do anything about it, you need to find out what is actually causing your self-doubt. Is it fear, as we previously discussed? Is it not having enough knowledge in a certain subject area? Is it a lack of self-confidence? So spend a little bit of time thinking about why exactly you feel that you can't do this. So the first step is absolutely crucial. So don't skim over it, guys, all right? Because your solutions won't work unless you actually get down to the root cause of this problem. So be brutally honest with yourself and dig deep. Take yourself out of your office for the day. Block out your diary. Maybe, you know, if you can, go away for a weekend with with just yourself or or with your partner, etc. Do something significant that takes you out of your comfort zone and allows you to give you that headspace. You need to make it happen for yourself because no one else is going to. And this exercise is completely worth it. Trust me. This alone will often help and it will make the next two steps of this strategy much easier to do as well. Step two is to figure out what you can actually do about it. So once you know exactly what the problem is, it's time to make a plan for overcoming it. Sounds simple, right? Don't know how to do something? Go and find someone that can teach you or mentor you or coach you on how to do it. So if you're struggling with your marketing for your coaching business, for example, I can help you with that. Shameless plug there. Or read a book, take a course, watch a YouTube video, listen to the Credibility Coach podcast, right? The world is full of knowledge. And if you seek it, you can find it. Is fear fueling your self-doubts? Okay, is it fear? Face that fear and ask yourself, what would happen if you just did it anyway? This simple act is often all it takes to gain the confidence to give you what you need to move over that hump in the road, right? Give it a try despite the fear. And I'm going to share with you right now a personal story, a bit of insight into me to back this up, okay? I sound confident right now on this podcast. I'm in my studio on my own. No one else is here. There's a world outside. I I really don't enjoy massively big social situations where I don't necessarily know everyone. And even when I do know most of the people in the room, I struggle with that big, crowded social situation. It's my self-doubt, I suppose, and my fear of not being able to socialise and come across as the way I do right now. And that's kind of laid back and friendly and approachable, I hope. <laughs> um, I, I just struggle in them situations and I fear, I feel that I fear that big environment. And it's happened recently this year at the Business Excellence Forum over here in the UK in Harrogate. Uh, my colleagues and my friends that I went with um, went to the networking drinks on the first night. It was a massively packed environment. And I turned up a little bit later because I was sat in my hotel room dreading walking into the event. And we're talking, well, there was easily a thousand people in the room and probably more. And I had to walk in on my own, walk through these hordes of people at a networking event who all wanted to chat to me, not because they knew who I was. I just mean because it was a networking event and the idea was is that you just talk to people. So I'm walking in and people are approaching me saying, hi, I'm John. How are you? Hi, I'm Emma. How are you? And it, it was very, very overwhelming for me and I struggle in them situations. 
The same was the next day at the conference as well. And then business travel, going to new places on my own. I've recently got back from Lisbon in Portugal on business. And I struggle with the social element of being somewhere on my own, not with my client. That absolutely categorically wasn't the problem. It was um, in the evening um, on one of the nights, like going out on my own, for example, uh, walking into a restaurant on my own, walking into a bar on my own where there was other groups of people that all knew each other. I just found that environment very difficult. And I, and I still find them environments difficult. And you know what? I'm dealing with it by putting myself into them situations. So I, in in the networking example that I shared, you know, I walked in there. Yeah, I, I found my my content, my colleagues initially. But you know what? I embraced the situation. During the breaks at the event, I, w- I went to get coffees and stuff. And I started got, getting talking to people. And then my clients that were at that event introduced me to their clients and their social group. And I got involved in their network as well. And the same for when I was just recently in Lisbon, for example. It, I, you know, I walked into the restaurants and I, and I table for one, please. <laughs> Obrigado. Thank you, you know, and I sat there and it, and I found it awkward, but I, I got on with it. There was bars with live music and stuff. I just steamrolled in, went straight to the bar, got myself a beer. And then there was people around. There was travelers and other people on business. And they said hello. And I said hi back. And we got some small talk going. And I just, you know, dealt with it. Um, and I didn't enjoy it at first, but it got better and I'm getting better at it. So I seem like an extrovert, but I'm a massive introvert. So it was a big deal for me. So there you go. Something to, to share with you. But the point is, is that we have to face our fears, but we have to ask ourselves, what would happen if we just did it anyway? So I did. I just, what would happen? I just walked into the restaurant and got a table for one and everyone looked at me, but they stopped looking as soon as I sat down. So it's a really simple uh, act on the surface to do but it can be quite hard to do but that's all it takes sometimes to just get give you the confidence that you need to face the fear and get over the fear so step three is do what you've actually set out to do so the last step here is now it's time to take action and actually get to work on overcoming this fear right do something about it do anything Make some progress and move forward towards reaching your business goals or your life goals, etc. The hardest part is often just taking that first step to get going, that first leap, and taking those first few steps to get progress going, get it moving for you. Is it hard to reduce your coaching rates? Are you having self-doubts about putting them rates up from, say, £500 an hour to £800 an hour? This is an example off the top of my head. But that's all it takes to get moving and build that momentum. So that's often enough to silence the self-doubt in our minds, give us a boost of confidence, and that in turn will keep us going, keep momentum going. So give this simple little three-step strategy a try the next time or right now if you're suffering from self-doubt and see if it works for you. So just to summarize, step one was to determine what's causing the doubt. Step two was to figure out what you can actually do about it. And step three is to do what you've actually set out to do. So just confront it and then keep going, keep the momentum going. So the one thing that I really want to acknowledge is that when you 
when you doubt yourself, when you're suffering with self-doubt, especially if you're isolated, as I mentioned earlier, like in quotations, a one-man band, um, it's hard to take action and still get stuff done. And business still needs to continue in order for us to to grow and and obviously put food on the table in our coaching businesses, right? So I've I've got five tips for you right now to get things done even when you are currently experiencing and dealing with your self-doubt. And in fact, the whole point of self-doubt is to paralyze us into inaction, isn't it? And you think about it. The reason why self-doubt for some reason exists is to make sure we're not doing anything to stop us in our tracks. And that's not a good thing, right? But it is normal. You know, people do experience this all of the time, me included. So don't think that you are on your own in in any way or you're a freak because you're not. But how do we actually work through it and then get things done even when we are doubting ourselves? So I'm going to share with you now five tips for helping you and myself right, to accomplish just that. So tip one is to just break it down. Break it down. So self-doubt is caused mainly by overwhelm. Okay, so the key is to break it down into smaller tasks you can get done quickly and easily as we discussed a moment ago and this then builds momentum that then helps you tackle the more complicated stuff in your business and then before you know it you'll get yourself into a productive mindset have a productive day or week or month even when you've got self-doubt going on in your head right so break it down tip number two is to make a list now I know that we write lists and Sometimes they don't actually get done and they end up longer at the end of the day. But make a focus list, okay? So once you have your small tasks um, created and broken down from the larger tasks, write them down on a list and start checking them off as you go along. I use Evernote and I also use, I've got an iPhone, so I also use Siri to to drop me reminders as well. So I'll just say, like, hey, Siri, remind me of this, etc. as I go so I don't forget stuff. But I also use Evernote. Um, because they're a great, you know these lists are a great way to build momentum for me um, because we we have a tendency to want to check every item off of that list it's just kind of human nature to to see bullet points to to see checklists and, and want to complete them tasks if they you know if we care about them enough that is so use checklists as a tool to keep going when your doubt tries to move you into that inactive phase in your day in your week etc just stick to the list and get yourself through them tasks sounds simple doesn't it but sometimes we just need this direction and tip number three is to to look back is to really look back because self-doubt is often fueled by this lack of confidence so to boost your confidence take a look at how far you've come so far um, grab some photo albums Look for your journal, reminisce over a coffee or a beer or a glass of wine with with your colleagues or peers or or coach or partner, etc. Look at your to-do lists from earlier, even in the week, right? Just to, to go over the progress that you've made and all of the stuff that you've got done. Or just reminisce about the progress that you've made in your life or the past few weeks and months and years. And no matter how doubtful that you're feeling about the future, Look at the past and how far you've come and what you've achieved, and it will just fill you with, with, uh, with satisfaction really, and and 
gratefulness is that even a word gratefulness i don't know but i'm gonna say it anyway <laughs> and it, looking at the past will just show you really of how much you are actually capable of and how through um through challenging times through tough times whether that's financial emotional again self-doubt or anxiety or even depression for some people you know it will show you just how much you are actually capable of and tip number four is face your worst fear and do it anyway right so like i shared with you earlier about the my social my my fear and anxiety around social uh situations or large social situations sometimes we just don't get started on a project or our marketing or putting ourselves out there etc we don't raise our prices and stuff or we don't follow up with clients because we we're scared we're scared of that and the best way to work through that is to face those fears so imagine the worst possible outcome right and then by facing it it already seems less scary and then get to work anyway pick something small um build momentum and start taking action and before you know it you'll have worked through that fear and it gets easier over time tip number 5 is to get some feedback so there's nothing like some positive feedback right like a cheerleader at the side of the uh, of the the pitch of the field right um and get somebody to praise you and boost your confidence and get you to take action on certain things and hold you accountable right so having a a marketing coach for example is good for that having a business coach having a life coach etc ask a friend a colleague a mentor for their feedback and even better right ask them to become ask them to become your kind of cheerleader on days when you're doubting yourself and 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 in return you know reciprocate and offer to do that back right um if you're having a hard time getting productive often telling other people about stuff helps talking about it helps and i never used to talk about it just like everything inward and i used to get to go nowhere fast so a kind word from other people is often all it takes really to banish those doubts in our minds and to get back to our happy productive ways so give these five tips a try guys um you know i'm not saying it's going to solve all of your problems but ultimately you do have to take action because doing nothing is the worst thing that you can do mix and match them as you need right so you don't necessarily have to follow them all all point for point but i hope that from this, this episode so far that you you really are taking value and you're seeing that actually you know what is quite normal to be to be having this self doubt that stems from fears and comfort, lack of confidence you're not on your own so to give it a go I, i can't stress that enough because i have ups and downs as well throughout my business and my life and i always refer back to these things so i thought i need to put them all into one place right now for for you to go over and listen to as many times as you need to but also for myself to be honest with you okay so let's just summarize the three things that can actually cause self doubt so as we know self self doubt comes in many shapes and forms right but the chances are that it's caused by one of the three things that I'm about to go through and that's some good information to have if you know what's causing you to doubt yourself then and to accomplish what you set out to do in your coaching business then you can work on overcoming it and i can't stress that enough it's all about having that knowledge and understanding of where you're at so that you can then gain the confidence you need to actually tackle it and get started at, at making that progress that you want to do so the first one up as we said was lack of confidence 
the first big reason why you may doubt yourself is that you don't have enough confidence in yourself, in your coaching abilities maybe, or that people um, people won't pay that higher rate for what it is that, that you do as a coach. A lack of confidence can be a massive issue and it might not even be about clients. It might be about hiring people or having people believe in you, around you, that you can actually go on and take the leap to become a coach, right? Realising that it's your lack of faith in yourself and your abilities that's causing your doubt can help you overcome them by working on then boosting your confidence, as we discussed earlier. Then we've got the lack of knowledge or experience. Another common reason is that you simply don't have the experience you think you need or that you don't think you know everything that there is to know before you can start coaching or start taking your coaching business up to the next level, right? Once you've determined that that's the cause of your self-doubt, you can then work on remedying the situation by learning more, by getting help, by getting a coach, by getting a mentor, etc., or gaining the experience that you need to feel comfortable about taking your coaching business up to the next level or getting started with that marketing strategy, etc. And then there's the fear. And last but not least, it's on this list, okay? Because fear can keep us from doing all sorts of things and it has some crazy effects on how we think and how we act, do, and the decisions that we make in our business from day to day. It can literally paralyze us and stop us in our tracks from making progress and reaching our business goals. So whenever you realize that fear is the culprit, do yourself a favor, dig a little deeper. It's not always easy, guys. I'm not saying it's easy, I promise you. And it can get really uncomfortable, but try to get to the root of your fears and face them. What are you afraid of and where is this fear actually coming from? And that can really tell you a lot and show you what you need to do to get over your fear. This is the Credibility Coach Podcast. Okay, guys, well, I really hope that you found value in today's episode. It's been quite difficult for me to put this together. You know, it's brought up a bit of emotions for me, uh, mixed emotions on, you know, where I'm at in my business, how far I've come, really, and how I've dealt with these issues and, you know, some dark times. And I just want to reiterate that if you are suffering with anything that goes a little bit deeper than self-doubt and confidence and fears and you're feeling a bit down and depressed or more anxious, etc., then there is support out there for you. Um, so just click on Google, type in what you're struggling with and, and, and some support services and um, you'll find something local to you. There's some great um, resources available to you out there. But for all episode notes related to today's show, head on over to credibilitycoach.com forward slash zero zero nine. Now, if you are struggling in your coaching business with your identity, who it is you really help, how you help, and how you can stand out in the marketplace and create a strong value proposition, my Kickstarter program is perfect for you. It's five one-on-one deep dive coaching sessions with me, not with anybody else, via Skype or Zoom. So wherever you are in the world, it is applicable to you. Then head on over to credibilitycoach.com forward slash Kickstarter. That's credibilitycoach.com forward slash Kickstarter to apply for your place. Now, there are limited places because it is quite popular. It's my flagship um, program. Uh, Lots of people get value from this. So head on over there to credibilitycoach.com forward slash Kickstarter to find out a little bit more about that and apply over there. If you're looking for a more top shelf one-on-one solution, then my marketing coaching is probably perfect for you. 
and that is on a one-on-one weekly based coaching um, service that I provide. And again, it's limited capacity. I don't work with any more than 10 coaches on a one-to-one basis at any one time. So just head on over to credibilitycoach.com to get in touch with me today and make some inquiries about that or simply email david at credibilitycoach.com to to get in touch with me there. So I'm going to leave you with this, right? And it, all it takes is a little confidence in yourself. Self-doubt is something that we face in our coaching careers. And for some of us, it can be a real struggle. And when self-doubt, which is defined as the lack of confidence in oneself and one's abilities, keeps us from doing what we want to do in our business um, and our lives and from reaching our goals, it's time to take action and work towards overcoming it, okay? So my parting advice to you is take action, acknowledge it, find out the root of what this self-doubt and this confidence and these fears are in your coaching business and just hit it face on like a steam train and I can help you with that too if that's something that you would like to explore but if you're looking for quick solutions there then you need to just speak to the people around you speak to your support network your friends your family who you have faith in or your coach or your mentor okay you can do it I have belief in you you've listened to this podcast right the way through to this point at the very end so this is obviously something that you're struggling with and something that you can fix you can do something about it if you want coaching or mentoring from me personally just get in touch with me at credibilitycoach.com or david at credibilitycoach.com to email me i will see you next week on the credibility coach podcast until then happy coaching and take care 